I'm standing at the legal authority from our biker. Father June right now is um, doing, as I said, his last mass in San Jose for 30 years. His uh, farewell mass, as I said, to the people of Antique because it, his family and him will already will back, go back here in Calibo to be with us. So he bid farewell to his people for 30 years. So right now I'm standing in, in a delegated authority from our biker. Last, uh, mm, to Monday, Friday, yes, Friday. Last Friday, I was awakened by somebody, also we are part of our members also, to uh, say a last right to a dying person. And when I got there in the hospital early in the morning, he's already gone. He is he's already expired. But I pray for him anyway. As I watched his body, it reminds me that when we began in this earth, we bring nothing. Nothing. I told them the blanket, that all the dress, everything, don't bring it back in the house. Put it in a waste basket and throw it away. We don't bring anything in back to heaven or wherever that your destiny is. That's why I realized that what only you bring back to God is what you have done on this earth. What is in your heart? Sometimes people are so busy accumulating material things. Yes, it's, it's not bad because sometimes we always think preparing for our children. For a good future. At least a good, uh, what's it called, uh, standing in the family. That is good. But if that's the main focus of our lives, then it becomes not good. Because you bring nothing. You just leave everything here to the family, to the children. And may it be that your children will also make use of it. If they abuse it, then that's it. All your labor is gone. And it reminds us that the only thing that we bring to God is what we have done in this earth. And that's what we need to face our God. You bring nothing. Other things are excess baggage. So today, our scripture tells us of the great value of the kingdom of God to us. How much you value the kingdom of God? How much you value? Everyone could bring the Bible. Everyone could go to church. Everyone could say the scripture. Everyone could, even could serve God. But do we really value God in our heart? How do we value? What is the value of God in our, heart, in our lives? And that's what the scripture today is telling us. The Lord is talking for many Sundays about parables. Parables 
are used mostly, as I said, like that it, it, it tells a story or a comparison between two things. It's a simile. That's why the Bible says, the kingdom of God is like. The kingdom of God is like. And here the Lord is a parable and a very practical thing cast alongside with the spiritual things that he could express and convey spiritual things basing in practical things everyday life that his audience could understand. Do you get matter? Could understand what he's talking about. Could understand and learn from what he's talking. He used a parable to excite the interest and the curiosity of those who trust, of those who are searching God, and to those who are unconcerned, to those who do, who do give much time anything about the kingdom, the word of God, it becomes darkness to them. So, once again, the kingdom of God, I said, the kingdom is like, and lastly, he talked, this is the way how to live in the kingdom of God. The parables, this is the way, this is our, should be our attitude, this is the way of life in the kingdom of God. So he's telling us plainly, in a very simple words that you and I could understand what is the principle of God or how to live in the kingdom of God. Now, our first parable, it talks about a farmer, a farmer who accidentally found a treasure in the, in the field. It means to say that the farmer do not own the, the field. He accidentally found a a treasure in the field. Because at the time, during the oppression of the Israelites, they've been invaded by many countries, they hid their treasure in, in, in the land or in their field. But most of them maybe they've died or they've been taken away from their land. Then they forgot those treasure buried in their field. And then the last people or some people would, would uh, farm it, they accidentally, accidentally found that treasure. And it said here, when they uh, found it, they have joy in their heart and sell all they had and buys the land. So secret, no? Then the second parable is about a merchant. This time he did not, he did not, Found or did not find it, but he's, he's seeking it. He's seeking it. He's seeking. He's looking for it. Again, the kingdom of God is like a merchant seeking or looking for beautiful pearls. So two things happen. One person accidentally found it, and one person is seeking for it. And here in the second parable, he went. When he found the pearl of great price, went and sold that all that he had and bought it. So they have different uh, ways how they had found or had searched 
the treasure, but arrived in the same conclusion what to do. They sold everything to buy or to have that land or to have that pearl. It means to say they're willing to give everything so that they could get that, that treasure. See, treasure is something very dear to us. Treasure, anything. A rich man had his treasure. A poor man has his own treasure. What it is? Because treasure is something that gives our time, our talent, we care for it. It's dear unto us. We protect it. That is your treasure. And the Bible says, where your treasure is, there your heart also. And what seated in your heart becomes your God. So there are times that those treasures that we have become our God. Because you give time, talent, you protect it, we hold dear to it. That is our treasure. And God is saying to us, if you could do that, maybe your family, your job, your business, whatever it is that your treasure is, that sometimes you give time to it, and especially your life revolves in it, that is your treasure. And God said, if you could do that to those things, why not do it to me? That's the main lesson today. Make God our treasure. Making Him our great pearl of great price. It means He is the treasure of our life. So, today the scripture is confronting us, asking us, what is the treasure that we had in our life? That our lives reborn. We give most of our time. We give most of our talent. We care for, we keep for it. What is it? It is God or other things. Sometimes people seeking for the blessing. They give time, everything for that. Yes, we should be working. But the thing is, when you talk about making God the treasure, the connotation is why I have to sit whole day in the church and think about it, meditate every day in the church, or maybe in the house, read the Bible. That's why look for a job, have a business. But in your business, in your job, in your family, in your school, making God the treasure means to say, you are willing to seek Him, you're willing to put God first, his principle in your life, in your business, in your school, in your family. That's what he's talking about. Putting God first. Making his principle. Aranang batas. Bukot imo akong batas. Romasunod. Doing the simple historia rikara. And if God is our treasure, then we give our time. We give him our talent. We give him everything that we have to get the treasure, his kingdom, his, his wisdom, his ways. That is our treasure. That's why today the Lord is talking to us, what is our treasure? Because what a treasure, it just, you say, you could say everything to cover everything, to justify it. But whatever you do in life could be seen. 
Thus the Bible says, you'll be judged not the heart, but judged by their fruit. What are you doing? Because our action, our word is just manifestation of what is in our heart. You could make fool of everyone of that, but you cannot fool God. Because your action, your word is just the same what is in your heart. As simple as that. If God is the one by one, then you have the time to give to God. I repeat again. It means that you have to stay all day long in the church. It's not to tell, stay so long in your house and read the Bible and pray. You have to go to work, go to business, go to school, do everyday life. But making sure that our action, our opinion, our decision is based in his principle. That is making him a treasure. Now, the last verse, uh, the last uh, parable, it talks about the fish. The kingdom of God is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some every kind. Which when the fool is full, they drew the shore and they sat down, gathered up good in the vessel, but through the bad way. It will be at the end of the age, the angel will some forth, separate from the wicked from among the just, and cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. The same other scripture parables that in the last day there will be separation. But up to today, everyone coexists. Coexists, the bad and the good, the saints and the sinners. Why? Because God is giving you and me a chance to change. God says he has no pleasure in the death of the wicked. He has no pleasure in the destruction of the wicked. He is more has more pleasure that the wicked would repent and go back to God. That's why God is giving us time today, coexisting with everyone. Maybe they're good, or maybe they're bad. Maybe they're wicked, or they're saints. The bad fish and the good fish. Why? We coexist in the world. We coexist in the church. Why? To give us the time to change, to repent. Because there are sometimes the good fish become bad fish. Sometimes the bad fish become good fish. So whatever fish you are, you are now the Lord is giving you a chance to change. To be a good fish. So you know what the captain done? And the prophet always says, when you have heard the word of God, you have now that choice. You have a good choice. We have, if you have not heard the word, they have no choice. Your action, your opinion, decision, you have no choice. Because you have not heard the word. But you have heard the word of God, now you have a choice. A good choice. In every situation in our lives. Primate always says, you cannot control, you have no choice, what people would do to you. What people would say to you have no choice. You have no control about it. But you have control how you would respond to that. You have choice how to respond to that. Because you have the word of God. Now if you respond in your own way, that is your choice. That is your choice. That's why people sometimes blame other people. Yeah. 
But you have the choice to do what you have to do. That's my best brothers and sisters. It's our choice to be, what, to be a good fish or a bad fish. To be a goat or be a sheep. God never intended or destined somebody to be a goat or to be a sheep. To be a bad fish, to be a good fish. It is your choice. It is our choice to be a good fish, to be a bad fish. To be a goat or be a sheep. It is our choice because we have the choice. We have the word of God to help us change to be a good fish. To be a sheep, not a goat. But whatever you're doing right now, whatever your decision, then that's the result of what we are now. That's why we cannot blame other people. Because you have the ability to change with the help of God your situation. So, brothers and sisters, the Lord wants us to be, to be His treasure, like the pearl. You know what's something about the pearl? Some other kinds of gem, you could shape it to heart shape, diamond shape, whatever shape you would do, you could cut. Every kind of gem, the rubies, the diamond, you could cut in many, many kinds of shape, but the pearl, you cannot. It's very, very hard. Because mostly of that uh, organism or something that, that make him inside of that shell, you could do to grow and grow and grow and grow bigger and bigger and bigger inside of that shell. It is hard. It means to say, time, nothing could break that. It also says about God, Jesus, it never changed. It cannot be broken. It cannot be downsized by anything, by a situation. Making Him our treasure. Making Him our treasure. It is a choice. A choice. That's the predicament. When I, when I got to full time in the church, my dream is to be a ship captain. I'm now, at the time, I'm earning, way back 90s, I'm earning 70,000 a month. Now, my contemporaries in my company is a ship. The captain barely, barely have an income of 500,000 a month. Wow! You can't abuse it, 500,000? That should be. But when God called me to in the, the church, that's my fear. What to eat? What was my future? And the Lord has given me the scripture, making me my treasure. In Psalm, that you find, you choose a good place, a good inheritance. And that's my inheritance to serve Him. Serve Him. He is now my treasure. He is my treasure. And I said, uh, my colleague said, Hey, Neil. Well, you didn't go back to the ship now. I don't go back to the ship now. I'm here in the church. Maybe you have a lot of uh, savings. No, I don't have. But I said in my heart, If I see one young people change, that is half a million to me. More than half million to me. If I change one young people, change his life. And that is my treasure. Those young people I see. Those young people. Man, time's run. You get married. 
They have their families and I'm so happy with them. And I'm happy what I'm doing right now. 500,000 a month? No, I don't have. But I have that joy and satisfaction because I made God my treasure. The church, the people, I made the treasure. And I, it's a matter of choice. There are times that uh, sometimes when that's such a problem, I am uh, sometimes I want to go back to the ship. Go back. But say, this, this is what I'm called for. Where I would go. Ito nang tawag ko. That's why I have to embrace it with all my heart. Be if not, then I have the Egypt. It be a stressful. But now, this is now my calling. I make God my treasure. I make God a church my treasure. The people my treasure. And yes, it is. It brings satisfaction. It brings joy to me. And I said, now I'm, I'm going 60. Next year, I said, I'm happy now with my life. Even to say that my life now is like no longer going up, but going down. So I spend all my life serving God and His people. That's all. I, and that's all my calling. Make him, him God a treasure. With that, we have satisfaction. I have satisfaction. I have joy in my heart. Yes, I have joy. I have also joy, my wife. But that's, that's my treasure. So, what is it? And ever, sing because one thing I always said if I did not fulfill my calling as a priest, where would I would go? I will not be blessed. Because I'm not called to be there, I'm called to be here. My family will not be blessed. Hmm? God is going to make our treasure. Make our heart. And that's He's looking for you and me now. Making Him your treasure. Don't make the blessing your treasure. Make the blesser your treasure. Please stand.